Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Let's try some good habits. See, I can't think of anything that are fun. How well? Any de- fun habits? Yeah, but that's because you like moaning. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So actually. if somebody said, "Let's do this. It's fun." No, no. don't do that. Oh, oh let's no. I would go and do it because that would give me at least week's worth of moaning. <laughs> okay, let's go. I've had that when Scott was younger. Let's do this. He'll love that. Nah, nah, that would be awful. You think? No, nah, let's try it out. Would you like to do this? Nah, that's awful. You think? Oh my goodness, I just live in a family of negativity and moaning. So let's try some positive habits. How about musical instruments, practising? You know, practising guitar. Surely that's a good habit, isn't it? You need to practise regularly. Is that a habit or is that just something you do often? Well, it's homework. Depends if you enjoy it or not. Yeah. I've got short fingers. (laughs) For those of you that can't see, I'm backing away at this moment. (laughs) Right, it's now 20 to 1. You've had four coffees. Yeah. Bad habit? I would say that probably is a bad habit, although... I would, because your eyes are rolling in the back of your head. (laughs) Yeah. I think people sometimes have things to drink so frequently, like chain drinking. Going to the toilet. Good habit. (laughs) (laughs) Finally found one. There's one that we want to encourage. Washing and going to the toilet. Washing going to the toilet. So habits generally are things that people do without realising, aren't they? Subconscious, yeah. Yeah. They're classed as bad by most people. If somebody said, I've I've got this habit, most people would think this is going to be something bad. Yeah, because the bad ones are the ones we remember. Yeah. I think the good ones, I I said to you earlier, didn't I, that someone I know has just taken up running and they go running and they're trying to get into the habit of running every morning at six o'clock in the morning, which sounds like a good habit to have, doesn't it? For them. For them, but I said, if you had a heart attack, it's a bad habit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't call things that are done frequently and subconsciously habits do we like blinking blinking that's not a habit is it i suppose it is you've got to do it you'd have terribly dry eyes if you didn't and that's a good habit then. what dry eyes no. it is if you're selling eye drops <laughs> if you're selling eye drops it's a really good habit. really good habit yeah, yeah. spec savers new campaign stop blinking so what's a habit what's not i'm getting more confused i thought i knew what a habit was at the start of all this working is that a habit for those in work <laughs> Being unemployed, is that a habit? I don't know. Depends. They treat it as if you can choose to be unemployed. I suppose you'd have to keep getting jobs to make unemployment a habit. Well, I suppose habits are something you do subconsciously. So we've got to think about the things that people do on a day-to-day basis that they don't realise they're doing. So chewing your fingernails when you're in a situation of stress. I've seen actually people start picking their whole fingers. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're very stressed now, aren't we? Everyone has to work very hard. There's a lot of time at work under a lot of pressure family social life juggling all these different things being on your phone permanently you've got to juggle all these things in a high pressure environment it's got to come out somewhere i'm thinking the reason it's so stressful is because there are so many more habits well you've got to fit them in so yeah so in the day of your nose on the train you've got to bite your fingers at work so the caveman just sat there scratching yeah perhaps scratching there was this habit and his wife every now and then smacking around the head with a rock club but as times have gone by there are more and more habits that we find we can't resist our habits 
habits attached to evolution and think, increased stress. I think they are. So the caveman didn't have... Didn't have a phone. He didn't no. have a computer. He didn't no. have to get on a train every day. No. He didn't have to work in an office with people he may not enjoy the company of. He didn't have linen handkerchiefs. He didn't have a linen handkerchief, I tell no. you. Oh, that's vile. There's mind. no way he could have probably got a rabbit skin up his nose, so I don't think he had that <laughs> habit. Attached to a rabbit. Just use the whole rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Straight across. Yeah. Oh, bunny. <laughs> 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 can you imagine Gordon have you blown your nose on the sabre tooth rug again yeah. I can see pass me the bunny sucker <laughs> absolutely yeah. we don't, they didn't have those problems they had to worry about important things like where food was coming from whereas we have to think about am I going to Marx's am I after Waitrose am I going to Nando's and I read recently that some amazingly high percentage of people use accident and emergency I think there were 10 people use mm-hmm. some big percentage of the services I reckon they must have a habit these 10 people I think they're lonely where they're going every day to A&E well they're saying that it's people with mental health problems so and those that are older and lonely and haven't got anyone to talk to people oh. like yourself Graham <laughs> <laughs> is loneliness a habit I think well, Would that's you a good think question you don't know you're doing it do you um, you're not aware well, that you're Well, you're aware that you're not interacting with people, which is what causes the loneliness, aren't you? Yeah. So you could argue that loneliness could be defeated by people being able to go out and spend time with other people. But then if you don't like other people, yeah. being forced to spend time <laughs> yeah. with other people, yeah. it's not going to cure loneliness. It's just going to make you hate people more. That's why I climb on the roof in my cape and masked, <laughs> hatted character. I don't feel at all lonely. No. <laughs> Even when they shout up at me. Do you know what? <laughs> I might put this down as volunteer work. <laughs> So my my mum used to drive around car parks a lot. Okay. Uh, Looking for the father? (laughs) How dare you? She would drive around car parks because the supermarkets used to get really busy and she'd have to find the right parking space because my mum couldn't drive. So we'd drive around around for ages. So she used to go, parking angel, parking angel, to inspire the parking angels or the powers that be that deal with car parks to give her a prime location at which to deposit her car. Did it work? Well, I think she thought it did. She used to talk to bees as well. I mean, we had it... (laughs) It was all happening in my house. And you accused me (laughs) of mental health problems. I didn't accuse you. Don't accuse people. Internally, I just self-diagnose. So any more good habits? We desperately need a good habit. We need good habits. There are far too many bad habits that we've identified. Is watching TV a bad habit? Yes. Why? I don't watch TV much. It's like anything. You can't do everything in moderation. We're binge-watching these TV shows. Game of Thrones is now on season 704. And Mm. we've been binge-watching, which basically means you're inactive for long periods of time. What about reading books? Oh, I love a good book. Well, there you are, but that's a habit. I love a book. Isn't that a habit? But that's good. So what's between reading a good book and watching a TV show? Well, the TV show's usually trash, and it's very rare that you sit down and watch. Nobody brags about sitting down and watching a good documentary, do they? No. If it's an Attenborough, people can get away with bragging about having watched an Attenborough, you know, which is penguins frolicking. Very rarely do you say, oh, I watched this great documentary on paedophiles in the West Midlands. (laughs) No, No. not a bragging. They go, oh, I watched this thing on BBC One. It was fantastic. It was all about bodyguard or Eve got killed. 
The braggability factor is lost, really, yeah, isn't it? because TV's escapism, isn't it? You want to go off into a world of superheroes. But or reading, a... reading books, novels, oh, yeah, that's true. what we mean, really, you know, reading when do you, novels. What, what types of books do you read? Do they have pictures? <laughs> <laughs> do they come with the Ladybird's Guide to Being Middle-Aged? Well, I'm not mentioning my favourite character again, because you gave me such a look the last time. But he stands on a roof. Oh, for God. <laughs> <laughs> He's your favourite character, at least um, I'm reading right. those um, the books. You know, the girl that started off with the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh right, the, those okay. ones, and because yeah, the, yeah. the original author died, yeah, taken over. And I've, I've just read the fifth one in that series. Okay, so, yeah, really good. Yeah, the next one you're going to love. It's not written yet. You're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a habit. You get into a series, you need to do... Same with TV shows, isn't it? Yeah. It's a habit. If you've watched seven seasons of a particular show, you want to watch the next one. It's like you drag it out, don't you? So mm. even though you might have gone off the show, you feel you've got to finish the set. So I did that with The Walking Dead. Because I like a bit of zombies. Okay. I like a bit of zombies. It was great. And then I've I've lost interest and I've lost the will. I've like, genuinely the zombies have made me lose the will to live because I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> and I've become so desensitised to people having their face eaten. It's terrible. Well, that'll be good if there's ever one of those terrible World War things that they say about. Yeah, we'll all know, be prepared. I'll call you around. I'll Can be you come there. around here. There's somebody without a face. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling slightly upset. So good habits. So we think TV. No reading books. Perhaps yes. Walking the dog. Yeah, because you're getting exercise, plus you're getting to spend time with your animal. Yeah, but I think if you go to the loo often, you know, dogs and whatever animals, everybody has to have a pee, but that wouldn't be described as a habit. It's something that's... Lavatorial uh, habits. One of the guys I used to work with used to take a coffee and a newspaper. This was many moons ago before smartphones were really properly smart. And he'd nip off to the loo, see him about 30 minutes later, yeah. fully informed on the sporting world by the time yeah. he came back. I think that was a habit of quite a lot. Apparently of- now, <laughs> one of the biggest insurance claims on phones and, and iPads is dropping them down the loo. Jill once dropped her iPhone in the loo when she was changing Scott's nappy and she'd got the phone, she'd got... She put the phone in her bra and as she bent over to do it, the phone fell out and went straight in the loo, which wasn't good. No, and let's be honest, Jill's quite flat-chested. There was plenty of room in there. (laughs) I won't let her... By the time she lost her car keys... (laughs) No, I think she had a dress on. Half the content of a handbag, everything in there, bit of a sandwich. People do stick things down their bras. I know. I don't know why I'm pointing at you, Graham. Like you would completely understand this. But I do know people that hide money, or if they're going out for a night out, they'll put their credit card and their phone in their bra. And that, again, is quite a habitual thing, or they'll put money and stuff in their shoe. I find that very strange. I couldn't put foreign bodies in my bra. Unless we um, started a sort of a new fashion and we had little stitched pockets a in bra the bra. Pocket. Yeah. But little... then you'd have a lopsided boob. Well, you'd balance you'd... it out. You'd oh, two have oh. Uh, perhaps a, like a bra holster. A pocket for your change or your credit cards. <laughs> and you'd have a pocket for your phone yeah. and uh, sort of like pockets. And perhaps if there wasn't room, you could go around the back and hang little jewellery bags. <laughs> That you get with a little drawstring at the top. You yeah. could have a few of those hanging around the back. 
for what? When you need to carry bricks? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, who knows? A I snack, do think a bra a pocket or would not be such a silly idea, though. Like those travel belts that people buy, they money belts. Oh, yeah. If you had like a little pocket in the side of your bra. I don't know why I keep looking a, at you like you're going to go, this is genius. <laughs> I should have done this years ago. I've been wearing my bra with no pocket. A snack for your dog. Yeah. Dog treats in your bra. Um, I'm happy with that. <laughs> You'd have to not, start wearing a bra, not bro. wearing a bra. How easy is it for you to adopt new things? So adopt a new habit. Um, so if I said to you, Graham, we're doing a scientific test, or well, that's what I'd tell you. Yeah. Really, I'd be thinking, Graham, you've got moobs, wear a bra. Yeah. And yet I said, you have to wear a bra for a week. Okay. And you get paid, you know, yeah. five pound. <laughs> I think the worrying thing would be stopping, because if it's become a true habit... Oh. you'd find after a week you say I'd like, I'd like to start this habit and then after a week you say right stop the habit now and if I stopped it you'd say oh, I'm not paying you you never got the habit you look, you just stopped yes. so it's if it keeps on yeah so for girls again you're not going to understand this you might do uh, I don't like wearing skirts okay I find them drafty mm-hmm. slightly whimsical yeah um, so I always wear trousers yeah but if someone said to me you can only wear skirts for a week I would fight it mentally but then I think at the end of the week, if I put on trousers again, I would feel strange. Yeah, I can imagine that. So yeah. I'm thinking about what can you replace? If you change your habit, what stops you then from getting habitualised into that habit? You see what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know is the answer to that. Why do some people get addictive? I mean, is addiction and habit the same thing? I think you get a kick out of it, even from biting your fingernails. Mm. You know, something urges you to do it and then you get the reward of flicking bits of nail yeah. in a carriage. I mean, <laughs> going to the pub and having a pint every night on the way home is a habit perhaps, but it's somehow different, isn't it, to biting your fingernails? Yeah, or picking your nose or yeah, doing yeah. something antisocial. Well, saying that, drinking, going technically going to the pub and having a beer is antisocial. But it's just not gross to watch. No. Like eating hair, picking your nose or picking your feet is quite foul for onlookers. Yeah. So is I think, I think, in, I think picking onlookers? your feet is probably the worst if you're in a pub. My daughter chews her own toenails. Okay. In front of the television. Does she cut them off first? Or no. Or does she actually... No, m- she goes in there with her teeth. Well, that shows quite a lot of flexibility, doesn't and it? And determination, quite, I think you'll find. <laughs> quite impressive, I think. It's uh, well, yeah, I think that is the worst. Biting your fingernails is sort of ignorable. Mm. And chewing hair, only people with long hair do that. Well, not necessarily. Start <laughs> snapping at your hair. Try and catch, catch it. <laughs> oh, just two more weeks and I can chew my hair. <laughs> oh, they chew their arm hair. A lot of men I've seen in the car, when they're driving along, chew the arm hair off their, off their no. arms. Yeah, my dad sure? used to do it, yeah. I've seen builders I, do it too. I'll squeegee your car windows when you go out, because I, I think it must be... Foggy. I've never seen yeah, a man eating his arm hair. Just chewing his arm hair. I am demonstrating, listener, which is probably... F- I should have been doing And that, it's though. not my arm hair she's eating. <laughs> in case every- Sorry, I've got my mouth full. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's yeah, a, my dad used to sit at the traffic lights when he'd be bored and he'd chew on his hair. That's almost like animals that pace round a cage because they've got nothing better to do. Well, he was stuck in a car with three yeah, children. that's right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Internally screaming to get out, so yeah. he chewed his arm hair. Not good. Mm. So how many habits do you think you've got? Put a number on it. Do you think you've got one, two, three, five, ten? What? I think I would probably have about ten habits. Yeah. Are any of them good habits? Um, I think one. And that is? I try to give people 
positive responses to things when I'm not moaning. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone comes to me with a problem or you start talking to a friend and they've got a problem or they have a negative outlook on life, I like to, partly because I'm really annoying, go, but if you look at it a slightly different way, it's positive or you could word it this way and it becomes a positive thing. Right. <laughs> right, <Joe. laughs> right. Right. So you are just annoying. <laughs> and my whole house blew up. But if you look at it the other way, Graham, yeah. you can rebuild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people people find that more annoying than finishing sentences. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a terrible car accident. My car has been written off. But yeah. on the plus side, you get a new car and yeah. you're fine. You can rebuild your life. <laughs> yes, it's fine. <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. No. You've still got your health, even if you are in hospital. <laughs> oh, you've still got your health. Oh, and you've got a very large kitchen knife, <laughs> and you're walking towards me. <laughs> Again, it comes around to my moaning. I find I get into a cycle of whinging to the extent I annoy myself with my own whinging. So in order to break myself out of that, if someone joins in with my whinge party, because to be honest, Graham, it's a private party. I was not sending out invites, so you're not welcome to my monathon. But don't worry about me. I'm up on the roof. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll always come back with something positive to break the chain of whinging, because mm. I don't want them joining in. Go and whinge at your own house. Yeah. Don't come to mine. <laughs> It's like doing stand-up, no doubt, if somebody else comes up to start telling jokes. It's like, excuse me. The amount of people that come up to me and say, oh, I enjoyed your stand-up set, and they go, do you know what, I've got a joke for you. You're going to love this (laughs) joke. And usually the joke is racist, sexist, purely inappropriate, or makes me want to be sick. Yeah. That happens a lot. But has anyone ever accused you of making a habit out of the jokes you're telling? Uh, it has to become a habit because you have to practice them and do them repeatedly to get them better. Ah. Yeah. So you think a joke told badly isn't the same as the same joke told well? <laughs> you know, it's one of those days, listeners, where you, you wish that you'd taken up meth as a habit. <laughs> Because you feel like you're the only one in the room that's not high. (laughs) What about the habit people have of checking things before they leave the house? So they'll say, I'm all ready, everything's ready, let's go. And you say, okay, let's go. I'll put the, oh, first I'll just check if the door's, oh, and then there's the other door. And then, where did I put my keys? It's like, you're not ready, because it's going to be another 20 minutes before you're out the door. And it's not, and it's every time that they do it. My mum made us drive an hour back from our trip to Cornwall because she thought that the frying pan was still on, on the hob. Okay. <laughs> Realistically, by the time we'd gone back, that would have been two hours worth of burning time. House would have been gone anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so which she then got back in the car, we carried on, went back again, went, did anyone lock the back door? Oh, God. <laughs> This was in the days before mobile phones. So yes. You couldn't ring a neighbour. Or and digital say, security cameras in? where you can see. See your house burning down. Yes. <laughs> well, you can. You can check on your phone now what your house is doing when you're not in. Mm. Mine's yeah. not done a lot. Bless yeah. it. I keep trying to encourage it, you know, self help booklets. The problem with those sort of things is that they become a habit. Yes, you're For paranoid. Example, when we're away, the cameras are set up to email me if there's any movement <laughs> in the house. And so if anything happens, like the letterbox mail 
or the sunlight suddenly glints, you get these emails. And you're thinking, oh, I'll check these, I'll check these, I'll check these. And you find you're starting to check them. You're not switching off on your holidays. Yeah, I mean, just it's really And bad. also, every time you get those notifications, you have a little heart attack thinking we're being burgled. Yeah. So automatically, your first thought is never, oh, it'll be a bit of light or it'll be a sparrow fluttering past the camera. Yeah. It's automatically, oh, my God, what's happened? Are we being burgled? Is there a problem? And it feeds into the habit of people who have to check their phones. Yeah. And if you're not a phone checker, and you, you say, no, one. I am not checking my phone, and you're there, and your phone goes, ping, and ping, and people go, oh, for God's sake, can't you switch your phone off? And you're like, I'm not one of those people. I haven't got the phone habit. That is not my habit. This is the security cameras making me look like one of those. I blame my habit on the security camera. But seeing as I'm online already, let's just put this on Facebook. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's take a photograph of the single parent family. I'm going to show. I'm going to show a picture on Facebook of my mail arriving 400 miles away. <laughs> Look, Beverly, my mail's arrived. Yeah. Postman. Any more to say on habits? Any more? Only drug-related experiences. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Media Music in association with Mac Entertainment.